0: Previously in the Valley of Green Gold, Clubhead and Wendell give me dexterity saving throws because Bunny is pulling this cart over big clumps of soggy, muddy turf. Nine. Five. You both fall (laughs) out of the back of the cart, landing on your backs in the mud. Ah. But does Bunny notice? I don't know, give me an intelligence check. I got this. A zero.
1: Oh,
0: great. Bunny, you don't even notice they fell out of the wagon.
2: (laughs) He's just screaming as he runs forward. And we're like, ah, stop, Bunny!
0: Bunny! Ice! Welcome, wombat folk and trolls, sorcerers and orcs to Rated RPG, the fantasy role-playing podcast where we toss dice and have fun adventures with our friends. This is the Valley of Green Gold, Episode 16. Bunny, as you charge forward at full speed, pulling this empty cart behind (laughs) you, you burst through the undergrowth and you see, sitting on a stump in front of you, the thing that has been launching firebolts at you. It's a
1: green and red gecko, about four feet long. Roll initiative. There we go, 23. We're back, boys. All the bad rolls are gone.
0: 18, 17, Bunny, this thing seems kind of surprised that you
1: were running toward it, so you get to drop on it. Oh, damn right. Now, which one of these wrestling moves would work on a lizard?
3: (laughs) The question I'm constantly asking
0: myself in real life. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the size of Wendell. It's about three three, four feet long.
1: Okay. So I could potentially uh power bomb this damn uh, lizard.
0: So with your moves, you have to have it grappled to power bomb.
1: Alright, how about instead of that? I'm gonna do a running drop kick. Is that fair? Yes. Alright, here I go running drop kick. Kick him in the goddamn face. I run a twenty four. Take that lizard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Holy shit. You let go of the cart, it falls to the ground, and then you notice, like, oh, geez, those guys must have fallen out of the cart a while back. (laughs) Who cares? You charge forward, (laughs) and you jump into the air, putting both of your feet out in front of you as a running drop kick.
1: I'm doing the Liu Kang bicycle kick in my head,
0: (laughs) goddammit. This uh, fire gecko needs to make a uh, DC 12 strength saving throw it makes it it is not knocked prone but it does take 10 bludgeoning damage
1: which is a heck of a lot of damage it was that hard of a drop kick man i'm telling you just
0: still you haven't killed it so (laughs) next up in the uh, turn order is wendell the wombat as you look forward you can see bunny has dropped the cart and you see bunny drop kick this lizard what do you do
3: I am going to create a ghostly skeletal hand and assail the lizard with the chill of the grave. Ah, and it has been damaged already, which is helpful for you. Yes, I am chill-touching the lizard. Nice. Roll that up. 20.
0: Uh-huh. 7 necrotic damage. Oh, dang. nice. The ghostly skeletal wombat hand grabs a hold of the back of the neck of this fire gecko and squeezes the life force out of it. It takes 7 necrotic damage and does not die. Aye. Well, what's with you and magical
3: hands? <laughs> There's no time to discuss this. I'll tell you later. Attack. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Clubhead, you can see that this uh, fire gecko is looking kind of rough. What do you do?
2: Clubhead doesn't have any ranged attacks. He never was in a situation in his entire life where he needed ranged capability. So yeah. he's just going to run up to it and try to hit it with his shillelagh staff if he's
0: close enough. Yeah, you're doing the bonus action, do the shillelagh, and there you go.
2: Yeah. All right. We the shit out of this lizard, yo. He raises a staff above his head and brings it down as hard as you can on the giant lizard, rolling a 12.
0: That is enough to do it, and this lizard is not prepared for your shillelagh mushroom-infused magic staff as its head is shattered. Congratulations, guys, you've defeated the fire gecko, the famed fire the- gecko of the moist land.
1: Yes!
3: We showed that lizard who's boss, didn't we, guys? Yeah!
1: Yeah, yeah. that was our like, first team combat. Not bad, guys. Uh, and we can eat its flesh. Yeah?
3: Yes, throw it in the cart. We can use it for padding.
1: <laughs> Ain't no lizards around here. I almost want to skin it Where wear it as a, a belt, you bastard. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Tossing it in the cart. <laughs> yeah. All right, I head back to the cart to start carrying and hopefully not toss anyone out this time.
0: This time around, you're able to take your time a little bit more. And yeah, you are fine. No, nobody got hurt. So you work your way down the path again, about another hour or so, a little over, and you come to a fork in the road. There is a sign that simply reads Moss Ass. Looks like a child drew it with a marker. And there's an arrow that points north up a very narrow trail surrounded by brush, and you're not going to be able to get the cart up this trail, unfortunately.
1: Ah, uh, well... This is our stop. But you said there was a there was a split in the road, but the moss-ass part specifically, there's no way to get the cart up there. What's the other side? Could it be like another way up? Or is it just going the opposite way? It kind of continues straight
0: forward deeper into the moist lands.
1: Okay. Well shucks, this is our stop. Alright, uh, I set the cart to the side so it's not in the road in case someone comes by I think we
3: we should take steps to make sure our cart is remains safe. Good point, Clubhead. Don't you have
2: a some sort of lock? I do have a lock. I guess we could we could lock the wheel to a uh, uh, something. Do we have a rope or a, a, a chain? I have a rope. Wendell has a rope. I have a hempen rope. Well. It's not the best, because if they have a knife, they can just cut the rope. <laughs> but, you know. Can we take off
1: one of the wheels and carry it with
0: us? It's not very difficult. You just take the little uh, Lynch pin off and pull the wheel right off. If we need tools, I have cook's utensils, thieves'
2: tools, and herbalism. Ki- oh, wait, no, those, those are just things I'm proficient in. I don't have any of that shit. Perfect. Uh,
1: Brilliant. <laughs> I have a lock picking set, but that's it. I take off one of the wheels, and I got another weapon, worst case scenario. That's smart, right there. I want to take one of the torches out because we have not seen the rot grubs yet and I would like to be prepared in case we do. By the way, guys, I just realized
2: I have an explorer's pack which comes with 10 torches. Guys, do we need 10 torches?
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah, we did. You should have mentioned that. We just bought a bunch of torches. Sorry, I I was drunk back then, so you know. My whole back, I I just have torches like all over my entire back weighing me down. I didn't even need them, apparently. Yeah, you look like a
0: weird porcupine.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Let's get our torches ready in case we come
1: across any uh, nasty bugs. Yeah, any of the grubs. So I got a wheel in one hand and a torch in another.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Who's leading the marching order here? Because it's a single file system.
1: All right. I will go ahead since I'm like... The largest of the, the group.
0: Yeah, he's got the shield and the torch.
1: Yeah, I do have a shield and a torch. <laughs> Wendell, you should be in the middle.
2: Excellent. And then Clubhead will be in the back. And Clubhead will also have a shield and a torch. Nice. And I do have a tinderbox, so I can definitely light those torches, which I will do before we head out. Excellent.
0: As you head up the narrow footpath, you find yourself stepping over pools of water or slipping in the slick mud or stumbling through mangrove roots. There's definitely a trail here and the sign pointed this way, but it is difficult terrain. It's a half an hour or more of slogging along before the ground slopes up a couple of meters and you're on sure footing. Not far in front of you, there's a row of trees and thick brambles surrounding a large clearing. In the middle of that clearing, at the base of a towering cypress tree, is what can only be described as a giant booger which has been converted into a like a little grubby shack. <laughs> there are bits of colorful yarn clinging to the structure like sprinkles on a donut, and the yard is decorated with refuse like broken crates and parts of barrels and a few animal bones. Whoa. The shack itself... Looks roomy enough for like a wombat folk or a gnome, but Bunny, you'd be a little cramped in there. Sure. There's a weathered wooden door and two small windows, which are completely open as well. You don't see anyone around, but you hear the sound of activity coming from inside the shack and detect a whiff of odor, something musky and medicinal.
1: Oh, what do you do? Uh, knock on the door, I think. All right. Moss-ass! Is yes. right. anyone home? Moss-ass! Give me a
4: second, I just made a big mess
0: here you I gotta sweep up! I'll plan. The door swings open and standing in front of you is a rather deranged and confused looking little goblin. They're wearing filthy yellow canvas pants, but shirtless otherwise. Dark moss-green skin is speckled and dotted with scars, the largest of which is right across their face. It seems just barely sparing their eyes. Uh, hello,
2: moss We have traveled from, uh, very far away to get some empty beer bottles from you. Wait, what? You you mean you didn't come
4: here to test moss potions? Uh,
1: not this time, but in the future when we come back for sure. But not this time, you know, we gotta keep level ahead. Aw, oh,
4: man, that... Th- sometimes I wonder... If they're taking down my posters in town. Because Moss has put poster up and then nobody comes to test them my potions. Uh, we'll have you tested the? No, no, when I test my potions. I-, I know what my potions do. Oh. Are you offering
2: money? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll test your potions for you. Well, no,
4: I need, um, I need a human. What? 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 At least, like, warm-blooded, you know?
2: Oh. Oh, I'm not good enough for you then, huh? Okay. I see how it is.
4: Hey, man, it's not like that. I'm just saying, like, you're, you're not a human-ish. <laughs>
1: wow, and I thought you were a welcoming person. My brother Clubhead ain't good enough to test your potions. I don't.
4: Ah, uh,
1: come on. I-, I ain't like that.
4: I, I-, I, th- 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 I thought I you don't... were
1: more open-minded, Swamp- Swamp-, swamp- at- Moss-ass, moss Swamp-ass.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, look, look. I gotta be honest with you guys. Like, I put the post on the bulletin board like weeks ago, and ain't nobody coming to help me with my my mission. Hmm. I got bottles. You wanna buy bottles? Though it's gonna cost you. How how much for a hundred bottles? Oh, I ain't got a hundred bottles.
2: <laughs> I got like fifty. Uh, well. We
1: should we should get all 50 then then we'll be halfway done. Yeah, that's true. All right. How much for your 50 bottles, sir? Um I don't know what seems like a good price to you. Mm. Um
2: a dead gecko.
1: How much is a fire gecko? That is
4: pre-murdered. <laughs> Nah, I already got one. Oh. Man, I got fire geckos out my ass around here.
3: All right. Well, what about if um each of us uh, warm-blooded types tried one of your potions?
4: Oh, you
3: know, that would go a long way
4: to making me reduce my my price on my bottle. Uh, I-, I look over at Wendell.
1: Didn't Rokan tell us to be weary of the potions?
3: What? Oh, are we whispering? <laughs>
1: Actually, I'm gonna say it him directly. I was told by someone in town your potions might have certain negative side effects. Is there any guarantee I won't like spontaneously combust?
4: Well, you know what? Those people in town are always talking shit about mothass.
1: So, oh man.
4: You know, but in all honesty, no, there is not any guarantee, and there but there is
3: also no evidence <laughs> uh, that it will will cause ill effects. All right, how many bottles for one potion test?
4: 10 bottles for every one of my potions
3: you test. Um, uh, if you make it 15, no. If you make it 18 bottles.
4: You know, I'm not really great with math. You want to do three <laughs> potions, and then I'll give you all 50 bottles.
3: Yeah. That is a deal. Yeah, that's a good deal. Let's do it, guys. Okay. The, the potions... What could they possibly do? Maybe just give us indigestion or something? <laughs> Hold on, I gotta go get my notepad.
0: <laughs> he runs into his shack, he comes out, he's got a, a chunk of uh, bark that has some scrawling on it. He's got a burnt stick that he's writing with. He reaches on a ledge just inside the door and he pulls out a little round vial uh, containing a thick brown liquid and he hands it to Bunny.
3: All right, your turn first, buddy. <sighs> hey, um, do you have any charcoal? Charcoal yeah, I got some charcoal. Okay, just can you have that handy in case, uh, you know some, some In case this poisons us. What what does that do? Charcoal should uh, counteract the effects of poison uh, You sound really
4: smart. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I got some charcoal. I'll get some charcoal. Thanks great Go ahead and drink it. I want to see what happens
1: bottoms up guys and then I, I toss it back all right, give me a D100 roll. Oh, my favorite roll, because it means the least amount of problems, right? <laughs> 90.
0: 90. Instant death. <laughs> I want you to roll a D12. Oh, I've been waiting my whole life for this D12. Oh, yeah. Five. Five. You gain five temporary hit points.
1: Look at this.
0: Oh. Well, that's a good one. moss gets really close to you as you drink the potion, and he's watching you. And you can tell he wants to reach out and touch you to see if there's any changes he can detect with his hands. But before he does, you are able to detect that you feel like you have been healed.
1: Look, moss I'm not going to lie, brother. I haven't felt this good in ages. I don't know Listen, that potion. Yeah, thank you so much. Oh,
4: that is so good, man. I, oh. Oh, I forgot what I did to make that potion. Oh.
0: All right, all right, your turn. And he hands a bottle. This one is a little bit larger, and it's full of a liquid that seems really hazy. It looks like it's got little snippets of hair in it. He hands it to you, Wendell. Oh.
3: What's in this? Hair.
4: Well, and other things. There's other things in it, and then there's hair
3: in it, too. What kind of hair? My hair. Oh. That's unfortunate. All right. Well, of course, I had to get this one. Yeah, drink it. I want to see. I want to see what happens. Okay. I drink it. For science!
0: For science. Nine. Oh. (laughs) He leans in and he looks at you. And you don't really notice
3: anything. Mm. I don't really feel anything. Doesn't seem like it did anything. Maybe too much hair? <laughs> might have to go back to the drawing board. Can't have too much hair, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it needs some more hair.
0: <laughs> Need you to roll a d4, Eric. Uh,
3: one.
4: All right, they got one potion left. Who's gonna drink it?
2: Uh, uh, are, you, are you sure you don't want me to drink it? I, might, I, I got drunk earlier, so I think... I think drinks affect me, yeah. I I gotta
0: open up a whole new branch of research if I give this one fine. He hands you a potion. Uh, It's in a little clay pot, and as you open the lid, you you notice that it's a really thick paste that's bluish.
2: Blue paste! My favorite color of paste!
0: (laughs) I hungrily drink it down. A six. It tastes really, really bitter to you. Doesn't really seem like it does anything. Uh, roll a D4 for me. Two, Moss Ass turns to Bunny
1: and he says, Do you feel any ill effects from the potion? No, I just feel like the strongest man alive right now. Sorry. I was just, just feeling my body. My abs haven't been this tight. Well, you wouldn't believe it. That's Ooh. wonderful. I got to remember what I did to make
4: that
3: one. All right, you, What? what are you? Oh, me. I'm Wendell. I'm uh, Wombat Folk. Maybe you need to put less hair in your potions and then they work better because his didn't have hair, right? I would jot that down on your notepad. And he just draws
0: an X. Uh, Wendell, as he draws the X, he says that. Then he turns to you, Clubhead. Do you feel any ill effects uh, from the potion? Um, no,
2: not at all. Uh, I feel great. Uh, I mean, I, I feel great all the
0: time and this has made me feel exactly as great as i normally feel now when you say those words when clubhead says those words that's what clubhead hears in his head but what comes out of his head is the opposite because the effect of this potion is that for the next 2 days clubhead can only speak in lies
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so i'll i'll say what he actually
2: said Um, uh, no, uh, I feel terrible. I always feel absolutely terrible, and this makes me feel twice as terrible as I normally feel.
0: His eyes get really big as he looks at Wendell and Bunny. That's my lying
4: potion. I gave him the liar's potion. It makes him lie. He can't
3: tell the truth. He can only speak in lies. Why would you make this? What benefit, sir? If you already know what that one does, why did you you have to test it? (laughs) Why does anyone do anything? Oh, I haven't thought about that. That's a
4: good question. You got us over a barrel with that one. (laughs) Look, it's really boring down here in, this, in the
3: moist land. There's not much to do. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I just wanted to have some fun. Oh, well, did you give me a placebo? Am I part of your test group? I don't know what was in yours. I don't know how it's going to affect you. But if you find out something useful... Let me know. I'll do what I can. I don't think it did anything, though. I feel great. Okay, I'm gonna go get those bottles. Great. Thanks. Oh, I love you, Moses.
4: <laughs> He's lying. He's lying.
0: <laughs> he goes off behind. He goes behind his shack. You hear him clanging around back there and he comes out, he's carrying a rotten wooden crate that's got 20 bottles in it, 20 beer bottles. They're all really filthy and some of them are probably full of dead mice, but he sets them all down and he continues to bring these bottles
1: out for you. 40, 90, 72 bottles. Clubhead, no no other differences? Like your body feels okay? My body feels terrible. Everything sucks. Awesome, okay. (laughs)
2: You know what, buddy? You have very large feet. Uh,
1: hey, 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 that's below the belt,
2: pal. I wish I had feet as delicate as yours.
1: One out of every 5,000 men has delicate feet. I am a part of a- remember, there are dozens of us, you hear me? Dozens. And you are the worst friend I've ever had. Oh, hey! <laughs> <laughs> I miss Silbeth. <Sue> <laughs> I think that potion turned you into a jerk. Uh,
4: <laughs> Moss asks, delivers all of the bottles in the crates. If you count these bottles, you will
3: see that I have fulfilled my end of the pledge. Um, let's see. Well, I, I haven't counted them yet. <laughs> um, only Clubhead did, and he's about... As good at counting as you are with research, so um, let's see here. Hey, I count them all up. Uh, is there is there the uh, fifty that he claimed?
0: There's actually fifty one.
3: Fifty one bottles. Perfect. Oh wait, no, fifty. I meant. <laughs>
2: this is the exact amount of bottles that we wanted. Yes. What? No. <laughs> well, wow. yes. Okay. You need more? I thought you said you only had fifty. Uh, yeah, I did. But I
4: know where you can find fifty more. Oh, where? Oh, go talk to Trickles.
3: Trickles? (laughs) Trickles, uh, Rot Grub Wrangler. Oh, Oh, Rot Grub Wrangler. Oh, we've heard bad things about Rot Grubs. Is that, um, should we, is it safe? He keeps his farm pretty safe, I think. He's still alive. Would that be the other path that
1: we didn't take to your house? Yeah, that's the one. Okay.
3: Right, well, I guess we have to go find the other 49 bottles over at Trickles, you guys.
1: 50. Yeah, we do have to find those other 50 bottles. You're right. Um, well, Mossass, this has been a pleasure. Thanks for making me feel super strong. I wish you wanted a mind-free club head over here, but uh, we just have to have to deal with that.
4: Yeah, just tell your friends, tell everybody you meet Mossass in the Moistlands is where you go to get the best potions around. I certainly
1: <laughs> will. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah,
4: we'll see you around and you'll be back. I know.
3: Yeah. All right. Thanks. Bad hello. Clubhead saying hello when you mean goodbye is not a lie. That's the opposite of what you normally say, but it's not a lie.
2: <laughs> Lies are good. Bad things Uh Clubhead, don't try to think
3: right now. You're you're befuddled by the, <laughs> the lie potion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll pick up the crates. You're able to carry all the crates back uh, to the wagon. Is the other path completely the, the same situation, like we can't take the wagon down it?
1: No, the other path does have wagon ruts leading further. Oh, let's put the wheel back on. All right, I'll put the wheel back on because I don't want to carry all that stuff. All
0: right. So continuing on the path, ice cold, the slab monsoon, pulling the cart, Wendell, and Clubhead in the back. Let's get a perception check.
2: I got a natural 20. 16.
1: Big, big
0: one. (laughs) Okay, Bunny, you are very preoccupied with where you are putting your feet. So your attention is not really much further in front of you than a couple of feet. Yeah. But Clubhead... Actually, I didn't get a natural 20. It was a lie because I'm lying. I can only... Oh, my God, You've I fell for your shit. Oh. <laughs>
2: I got an
3: 11. The
0: bamboozle of the year.
3: All right, well, Clubhead is lying, but you're not supposed to be lying. You didn't take the potion.
0: I, I'm too into it. Game within the game, I give you inspiration, my friend. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> well, I did get a 16, so despite his, his in-game lie. Well, Clubhead does not detect this, but Wendell, you hear... In the distance, the eerie sound of an agonized moan. You smell decaying flesh. Oh,
3: you guys, I heard something strange. And I can smell decaying flesh. We have to investigate.
1: Uh, well, I'm in if the gang is in. No.
3: That means yes. Okay, good. Yeah. Get your torches. (laughs) There could be rot grubs. Decaying flesh means certainly rat grubs will be present
1: because we're we're fairly close right like yeah yeah i'm gonna set the cart down and grab a torch all right i can't wait to make love to these rot grubs (laughs) (laughs) as you set the
0: cart down do you take the wheel off or do you just leave it
1: yeah it's a makeshift item why the heck not i'll
0: take the wheel again okay you take the wheel off just as you're getting the wheel off the cart you all see at the same time three Zombies. Oh, step. When the dead come back to life in the swamp, it's not a pretty picture. They are three waterlogged, hole-ridden corpses, brought back to life by some necromantic magic. Whatever clothes they had when they died, rotted away long ago, as has most of their hair and bits of their flesh. Everybody roll initiative. Natural 20. I got a 15. 8. We've got Bunny with a natural 20. We've got Clubhead with a 15, and Wendell with an 8. The zombies land at 16, so Bunny, you get the first shot. You could run up and attack the front zombie, the first of the three zombies. Zombies work how zombies work, so if I get bit, it's bad news bears. Um, You've never encountered a zombie before, but maybe you've heard of zombies. Give me a survival check. It's Big 11. Okay. You remember hearing from some pro wrestling buddies that zombies are
1: really fun to wrestle against because they're so easy to hit. Well, damn. You know what? I'm going to treat it like I did the lizard. I'm going to run in and do a hit object and just whack him in the head. Use your torch. They're waterlogged. So that means that fire wouldn't really work, right? Because of the water issue. Hey, that sounds right. That feels right. All right, so then I'm going to hit him in the hand with the wheel. And I'm going to say, add in a bit about Jesus sake take the wheel, but there's no Jesus here. Then so I snap <laughs> him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Got an 18. You swing that wagon wheel. The thing weighs about
0: 15 pounds and
4: smack. <laughs>
0: right in the face of this zombie, it's teeth go flying everywhere. You don't kill it by any stretch.
1: Sure. But you've damaged it. Can I back up a little bit so they have to shamble towards me or is that- If you take a step back, it's probably going to hit you. Uh, yeah. I'm just there with my torch and my wheel. Yeah. All right.
2: Bad job, buddy. You (laughs) suck. (laughs) Thanks, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, the uh, zombie that is in front of you is going to try to strike you. They don't have weapons. All they have is wet, smelly, rotty hands. Your armor class is a 16, is that correct? Uh, It's a 15, so that does land. All right, you take seven points of bludgeoning damage. This zombie is stronger than it seems. (gasps) Sheesh. Luckily,
3: you got those five temporary hit points.
0: Yeah, look, those came right on time, dude. The other two zombies continue to crawl out of the swamp. They will attack. Probably somebody in the next round, but for now, we go to
2: Clubhead. All right, Clubhead uh, rushes forward and uh, shillelaghs the zombie that just hit Bunny. As he goes to attack, he yells, I'm not going to hit you, which, of course, he lied.
0: (laughs) Exactly, got a 21 (laughs) for seven bludgeoning. You slam your shillelagh into the side of his head, and his lower jaw flies off. He's still standing there, though. Um, you could move out of the way if you wanted to, or you can just stay where you are. I, I'll stay where I am. Wendell, what do you do?
3: I create a missile out of pure magic. A magic missile, eh? A <laughs> Yes. I fired at one at the zombie to see if it kills it or not.
0: Are you sending all three of the missiles at the same zombie? Well, how beat up does the first zombie look? Pretty good? Pretty beat? You could end up killing it if you fire all three missiles at it. Oh, wow. Mm. Give me a survival check. Clubhead 2, give me a survival check. 16. Five. Wendell, you have no experience with zombies at all. Uh, Clubhead, thinking about how you had died when you were 2.0 and then you came back as a fungal construct, you're thinking maybe these things could be a little tricky to kill. Like, they might be more resilient to death. So, you know, you might have to hit them pretty hard to knock them out. I yell, uh, these things are super easy to kill. Go easy on them. (laughs) (laughs)
3: All right, I send all three missiles, and that's going to be 12 points of damage. The
0: three bolts of magical energy strike the zombie in quick succession. The third and final one, striking it hard in the chest. As the zombie falls over backwards and lands with a thud. It looks like you've killed it. Yes. Nice. Back to the top of the turn order.
1: They're crawling right out of the ground. Still, are they up at this point?
0: They are standing up and uh, will be approaching you if you just stay put.
1: All right, all right. So I'm like, oh boy. And I, I just took a big hit, and this is a real situation. So I start, I'm mumbling. So I start mumbling to myself, what's cooler than being cool? Oh, what's cooler than being cool? Oh, what's cooler than being cool? Oh, ah, and then I'm pumped up. And they, they can't touch me. They can't touch me this next time. And now that I am as juiced to the gills as I will be with adrenaline, I am about to do a double axe handle on the nearest one to me. Ah! Okay. bow, 23. Nice. Okay,
0: now I need you to explain what going ice cold does for you.
1: Okay, so that's kind of like my super move, right? So when I go ice cold, you know like uh, when Hulk Hogan would like be knocked on the ground and then he like just jabs himself up and he's unbeatable for a short period of time? That's essentially ice cold for me. So going ice cold, that grants me resistance to all like non-magical bludgeoning, piercing, slashing damage against me on any attack that's coming at me on the next attack. So right now, I got the glow. I'm like Bruce Leroy. You can't touch them, MC Hammer style. Does
3: that mean they, they like, hit you a bunch of times, and you just, like, ugh, it doesn't even hurt you? You just, like, shake it off?
1: It's just bare-chested. <laughs> just bare-chested. <laughs>
0: thin their eye. You leap forward after you go ice cold, double axe handle to the dome of the first zombie that had crawled out of the swampy water. And, uh, yeah, you hit it. You definitely do a little bit of damage to it, but you don't kill it. That's when they have their turn. Oh, let's go. Stunned by the double axe handle to the head, this zombie swings and misses. Uh. Unfortunately, you can only focus on one zombie at a time, and another zombie attacks you from the side, throwing its whole body at you, trying to knock you down. Uh. Get off of me! But because you went ice cold, you have resistance to bludgeoning damage of a non-magical nature, which this is... Oh, resistance. And it wasn't a very powerful hit. It would have only done one hit point of damage. It does none. Wow, Nice. nice. Both of these zombies have attacked Bunny. Now it is Clubhead's turn. All right, rushing to the aid
2: of of Bunny, who is one of his best friends, despite all the heinous lies he has been spewing. (laughs)
1: Uh,
2: (laughs) He does uh, swing his shillelagh, and he shouts, I am totally going to miss you with this. Gets a nine. Okay, that is enough to hit a zombie. Ah, yeah. This is my thought process. If Magic is making it so that Clubhead cannot tell the truth, then when he yells, I'm going to miss you, the universe cannot let him miss, because then he would have spoken the truth, and that would be a paradox. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> if it were magic that was causing you to lie. Oh,
2: wow. Well, I'm going to be thinking about that tonight when I go to
0: bed. <laughs> I did 11 damage. You plant your feet <laughs> and you swing as hard as you can. You connect and you do a lot of damage. But this zombie is pretty tough. It's kind of like an overcooked rotisserie chicken. You hit it and then the skin flies off of it and the bones are breaking, but it's still right there in front of you. Wendell, just as you are preparing to take action, you notice something horrifying. That zombie that you brought down with magic missiles, it's getting back up again. (gasps) That's, that's fucking great.
2: (laughs) The fire might be right, damn. Yes, a uh, fire will work. You definitely don't have to just hit them really, really hard.
3: Ha ha! Melted! As a mage, do I know if sleep would work on undead? Give me an arcana check. Natural 20.
1: Woo! Let's go!
0: No, you know that sleep ignores undead creatures. Um, hey, guys,
3: uh, it came back to life. Uh, this is getting rough. Are we sure we want to stay and keep
1: fighting these things? We are faster than them. Could we just disengage and, uh, skedaddle?
3: Yeah. In the interest of that, uh, since it's my turn, I'm just going to begin moving farther down the path, but also fire. Another magic missile, the one that just came back to life.
2: Blau, blau, blau. 11 points. This is
0: important. This is three separate instances of damage. Yes. So on the first hit, you drop it to zero hit points, and it gets a constitution saving throw, and it passes. Uh, DC is five plus the damage taken, so it's 10. It passed with a 12. It comes back with one hit point, right? Mm -hmm. Your second missile hits for four damage. Constitution saving throw difficulty nine. It passes. Jesus. Your third and final missile hits causing two damage. That's a DC seven constitution saving throw, which the zombie makes. Oh boy. It remains standing in front of you with one hit point.
3: Oh my gosh. Keep hitting them guys. I think we can take them maybe, but like maybe get away too. (laughs) We should try to hit them with, uh, range attacks because it seems like they're hurting us.
1: Oh, they- they definitely, uh, will
2: hurt us. Yeah, uh, Bunny, you should stay here, up here with me, uh, fighting them. (laughs) Don't throw things at them. Yep,
0: noted. Uh, I want a disoccasion, uh, (laughs) backup. All right, you disengage and back up, give some space to these uh, zombies who will continue to trudge forward. Yeah. What do you do, Clubhead?
2: Clubhead is going to try to get himself surrounded by these zombies, and then he's just going to dodge.
0: Awesome. The three zombies now all converge on you, all trying to slam their rotten fists into you. You are dodging, so they all have disadvantage on their attacks. Yeah. The first zombie slips in some muck and he misses you. The second zombie gets hit by the first zombie. (sighs) And the third zombie reaches out to grab you only to have its arm fall off. (laughs) nice. So now you guys are in a position where you could take off running (laughs) down the trail.
1: (laughs) Woo! I'm unhappy! We'd be leaving the cart, but what would zombies care about a cart?
2: Aren't our glass bottles in the cart?
1: They, they, They are. When I disengaged, my intent was to go right next to the cart. So if, could I put the car, the wheel on and start running and have Clubhead maybe jump on as we're running by?
0: You think that it would take too long? They would definitely attack you while you were putting the wheel on. I mean, you could have the others defend you while you're doing it. But again, that's oh,
2: okay. going to be tough. Yeah, the wheel's off. I think, I think we're
3: stuck here fighting these things, guys. Quick question. You said these things, are they crawling or are they standing?
1: They're all standing now. Okay,
3: so if we were in the cart, they could probably climb in. Yeah. Just checking.
1: I could do a drop kick. That's one of my actual stronger moves. But then I'd be right back surrounded by the mess and the gunk, the grit and the grime. Can't you just throw stuff at him though? Oh, I can just throw stuff at him. Sure. You've got
0: torches. You've got the wagon wheel. You could find a large rock or a big branch.
1: All right, so I'm going to uh, look around Uh, uh, and then I find just a beautiful knocking motherfuckers heads to the side stone.
0: Are you throwing this rock at the zombie that you think is the most
1: injured? Yeah. Okay. I, I whip it at him, and I roll the twenty for four bludgeoning.
0: You take this thirty-pound stone, and you just chuck it like you're skipping a rock at the pond, <laughs> and it slams into the zombie. But just like you witnessed with the magic missiles, this monster's undead fortitude allows it to take the damage and keep standing, walking forward in its hunger for your brains. This will be over quickly. <laughs> Guys, I just realized uh, we kind of skipped Wendell after Clubhead was uh, attacked. He dodged all those attacks. Wendell was supposed to do something. All right, cool. Um,
3: I'm going to um, do you a sling attack then on the
2: one that Bunny dropped. Breaking out the old sling staff. Yeah. Is there a reason you're not using Chill Touch, which is a very good cantrip, specifically against undead? He didn't
0: know anything about undead. He didn't know anything about zombies. His survival check, he just didn't know. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know.
2: Yeah, it's it's uh, it says if you hit an undead target, it has disadvantage on attack rolls against you until the end of your next turn.
3: Oh. 14 with the sling on the zombie eyes on the ground.
0: Two damage. You've definitely improved with your sling staff skills. You load the small rock into the leather strap and whip it at the zombie. Direct hit, right in the head. And as the zombie falls to the ground, you fully expect it to get back up again. And it doesn't. You've killed it! Yes. Nice.
3: Finally. (laughs) My sling did the trick. His sling is amazing. I'll use this for everything forever.
0: (laughs) So now the zombies, the two remaining zombies, lurch forward. Uh, Who else is out there in the field? Well, you've got Bunny, right? Uh, And Clubhead. But who is Clubhead? You are the one that that had attracted them to you, right?
2: Yeah, I moved up to them and then Bunny sort of like ran away from them. Got it. I'm trying to get them
0: to attack me. These remaining zombies are trying to put their hands on you, and they're very rough about it, too. But you are still very focused on dodging these attacks, so the zombies both miss.
2: I'm like a little squishy balloon. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? That's
3: a lie, though, so does that mean you're like a hard block? No! Yes, okay, good.
0: (laughs) Just as you're discussing this, a large figure bursts through the jungle. Everybody give me a perception check. Six. Oh, no. A natural one. A six. Yes!
2: 19. Oh, thank God for Bunny.
0: <laughs> Clubhead and Wendell, you're so focused on these zombies, you don't see it. But Bunny, you see someone who's bigger than you. Uh-huh. Which is rare. You don't usually see people bigger than you. But this guy is seven and a half feet tall, maybe just over 300 pounds. Wow. He is a Goliath. You have seen Goliaths before because a lot of pro wrestlers are Goliaths. (laughs) This Goliath has ghostly white skin. Its head is completely devoid of hair. But the rest of its body is covered in thick hide armor. And as it charges forward, wielding a beautiful and sharp looking axe, it spins around, attacking one of the zombies that remains, severing it in two. It does not retain a hit point. <laughs> huh? That was entirely expected. The Goliath <laughs> swings with a downward motion, almost severing the other zombie in two the long way, and it too does not retain a hit point.
1: We were just warming him up till you got here, big fella.
0: The Goliath looks at Clubhead, then he turns and looks at Wendell and Bunny, and he says,
5: "You're making all kinds of noise out here. You're disturbing my rot grub."
3: Our apologies, sir. We did not mean to cause trouble. We came here to talk to you, I think. Is your name F- Trickles?
0: Yeah, I'm... Frickles? I'm Trickles.
3: We've heard of you. The, the We've heard of the legendary Trickles who farms rock grubs. All right.
1: We were uh, told by Moss asked, do you have glass beer bottles we could uh, get? You want bottles? <laughs> yes, sir, Mr. Trickles. <laughs> oh,
5: Okay. Well, I got a bunch to spare. I was going to take them back into town and get the deposit back on them. But I guess you can take them for me. It would save me some time. Awesome. Come on. He leads
0: you further down the path. Not far, actually. Okay. And you come to an opening in the vegetation where he has built this homestead. There's a foundation that has a framework of timbers over the top of it. It basically looks like a giant stone rectangle with walls at least 10 feet high and stairs and ladders around the outside of it and these timbers over the top of it, kind of a framework there. And then there's a wagon off to the side that has a tarp over the top of it. Looks like it's kind of like a
5: covered wagon. Well, this here's my rot grub farm. It's a lovely farm. Yeah, thanks. A lot of people don't think so, but I do. I've heard this, uh, farm is very, very safe. Yeah, I think it is, too. But, by the way, my name's Spadefoot. It's terrible to meet you. Spadefoot, my name's Trickles. You can call me Trickles. I won't. This guy's not right in the head.
1: It's a moss-ass potion.
5: Yeah, he tested out a potion for moss-ass. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, y'all gotta stay away from that goblin. He's sketchy.
3: Uh, We definitely will now. Sir, you're giving us all these bottles. I feel we should do something for you in return. What can we help you with?
5: Well, like I said, I was gonna take him back and collect the deposit on him. I get a copper a bottle for a deposit from Skull. I drink a lot of his beer. Sure.
3: We could certainly give you uh, the money for it. Uh, let's see, f- fifty bottles, fifty copper.
5: Yeah, don't worry about it. I'm not good with math either. Tell you what, you can do for me. Uh huh. Uh, I'd like you to go into town and just plead my case to the people there. This place is safe. These rot grubs aren't hurting anybody. I got it all under control. Well, what
3: are those undead creatures that we encountered? Um, where do they Where do they come from?
5: They've been here a long time. They're gonna be here a long time. Nothing we can do about it. Circle of life, as they say, Trickles. Yeah, you noticed uh, the zombies weren't wearing any clothing. Those uh, zombies were very appropriately dressed. Yeah. It's hot down there in the moist lands. Do you know where
3: they come from? I'm very curious about their origin.
5: Well, as the legend goes, there's a dark magic deep in the heart of Crow Island. Hmm. They say it accounts for some of the strange things happening around here. Sometimes the dead don't stay dead. That's not interesting at all. Well, I reckon I ought to get you those bottles. We
3: should probably get out of here as quickly as possible.
5: Yeah, Um, before darkness falls.
0: We'll go grab the wagon. There's just a big pile of loose bottles. Probably over a hundred of them just sitting in a big pile. Some of them are broken, but, uh, you know, you can sort through. It'll take a, you know, half an hour or so to pick out however many you need. Can we take more than we need? Sure. we Take all the bottles. How many do we get? You get the 49 bottles that you need, plus an additional 43. I count 143 bottles, boys. Hey.
1: Yeah. There might be a little bit of
3: reward
5: in it for the boys. Oh, that's nice.
3: (laughs) We will spread the legend of Tickles, the rot grub farmer, around town and what a nice man he was.
5: Trickles is an R. Tri- trickles? Tickles was my cousin.
3: What happened to Tickles? He got in some trouble. What did he do?
5: Yeah, right? Tickles? Oh, he He's... he tried to tickle people? Yeah, Tickles. That's what he <laughs> oh, did. Oh, no. Yeah. You gotta have permission when you tickle.
3: I hope he never gets close to our friend Silbeth. <laughs> I worry about what would happen if someone started tickling Silbeth.
5: Well, try not to worry too much. My cousin's dead. <laughs> yeah i laughed too anyways uh, enjoy those bottles and again uh, thanks for your goodwill and charity and helping to establish me as a real swell character oh yes
3: you're a stand-up guy mama you're so welcome sayonara
0: <laughs> and you head back taking the trail this time you don't encounter any rat swarms or fire geckos or zombies as you hightail it out of the moist lands And make your way back into Merchant Harbor, where we'll convene again on our next episode of the Valley of Green Gold. That's awful. (laughs) (laughs) And that is episode 16 of the Valley of Green Gold. We got a pretty sweet review on iTunes. It reads, these are not your human fighters, your elvish druids. These are seasoned role players whose characters have heft, weight humor tragedy fantastic show, and the latest campaign, Valley of Green Gold, is an incredibly rich world. Great production values, voices, sound effects, music, highly recommended. Thank you Sloth Jr. for that great review. And thanks to The Misanthrope, Schmoopy, and Eli Chafin for supporting Rated RPG through Patreon. We raise our mugs and toast the members of the gorgeous Phoenix Brigade. Shane Loves Games, Set, and Holly Summers, thank you for your gracious support. Duke's Turtle and Crow have been uh, sneaking about Merchant Harbor, hiding odds and ends, bits of treasure and the like. Those treasures do carry a small risk of being cursed, but the party won't know about that until they find out in-game. It's all part of being a Patreon supporter at the Grand Duchy tier. There's a t-shirt involved, a -a one-of-a-kind limited edition rated RPG t-shirt. You can see all of our Patreon tiers and the rewards that go with them at ratedrpgpodcast.com. And finally, some somber news. Merchant Harbor resident Will Parker was recently found dead. Sheriff Dandy Griffin said Will was pert near turned to coleslaw up by the abandoned well to the north of town. So into the bucket of friends with you, Will, until we get you resurrected. On behalf of everyone around ye old gaming table, thank you for
5: enjoying the Rated RPG Podcast.